God's hope. Hello. How are you today? Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about about communion and a little bit about the covenant. The title is for today, The New Covenant in Jesus' Blood. Uh, if you have your Bible with you, or if you have your Bible apps, you can open it from the Gospel of Luke. Gospel of Luke, chapter 22, verses 17 to 20. Gospel of Luke, chapter 22, verses 17 to 20. And when he had taken a cup and given thanks, he said, Take this and share it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the wine from now on until the kingdom of God comes. And when he had taken some bread and given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, he took the cup after they had eaten, saying, This cup, which is poured out for you, is the new covenant in my blood. Jesus and the disciples were gathered together for eating the Passover lamb. And by doing that, Jesus followed the tradition that started long before these day, uh, these, uh, Jesus' days, when the people of Israel left from the Egypt. The beginning of this habit is told in the book of Exodus. And you may open the book of Exodus. Uh, chapter 12 there. And of course, the book of Exodus tells about that whole, all those happenings, what were going on there before they leave and what happened after they left from Egypt. 
But in the uh, chapter 12, verse 7 and uh, verses 12 and 13, is told the key points. And then they are to take some of the blood and put it on the side and tops of the door frames of those uh, of the houses where they eat the lambs. And the same night I will pass through the Egypt and strike down every firstborn of the both people and the animals. And I will bring judgment on all the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord. I am the Lord. The blood will be a sign for you, uh, you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. No destructive plague will touch you when I strike Egypt. Before, between these verses and after these verses, is told how the people of Israel should celebrate the Passover. But the main point is that there was right kind of lamb it needed to be roast in the fire, and then they had to eat it. So it was a banquet, the meal for celebration. And the blood of the lamb, which usually was waste and should be thrown away, became the sign of the salvation. It was sign for God to pass over. And during the times, Israel people developed the way of celebrating this Passover. And they made develop, uh, they developed that festival and uh, today, we know how they did it during Jesus' times. And how, the, how Jesus and the disciples celebrated it. And I tell you today uh, one interesting detail about that Passover uh, festival. Because according to Jewish tradition, there were four cups during the Passover meal. Four cups. They blessed all of them. And here are the names or meanings of those cups. First cup represented leaving Egypt. Second cup represented arrival to the promised land. Third cup represented the re uh, redemption. And the fourth cup 
represented the coming of the kingdom of God. So, when Jesus and the disciples, or the, in the beginning disciples went to that house, prepared the meal there, but when they started to eat, after the first cup, according to this tradition, the master of the house, in this case Jesus, should have washed his hands. But instead of doing that, Jesus started to wash the feet of his disciples. And he showed by doing that what kind of master he was. He was ready to do the job of the slaves. And that is told, for uh, that is told in the Gospel of John, verse thir uh, chapter thirteen and verses five to eighteen. Uh, after the second cup, Jesus took the bread, dipped it in the dish, and gave it to Judas. And after that, Judas walked out. He lived there. Jesus said to him that, uh, do what you need to do. And Judas knew what Jesus meant by that. Other disciples didn't have a clue what Jesus said to Judas. But Judas walked out from that room. Uh, the same Gospel of John, uh, chapter 13, verses 26 and 27, told, uh, tells us about that. But after Judas has left, Jesus took the third cup. And that cup represented redemption. And the third cup was also called cup of the blessings. And this third cup, that became the cup of communion. So Jesus took that third cup and that third cup, that cup of blessings became the cup of communion. And Jesus said in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 22, verse 20, This cup which is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. Blood kept the people of Israel safe on the night of Passover. After they left from Egypt, God made covenant with them. 
And this was the covenant of Moses. About that, Bible tells us in the book of Exodus, for instance, in chapter 24 and verses 7 and 8. Chapter 24, verses 7 and 8. Book of Exodus, chapter 24, verses 7 and 8. Then he, he means Moses, took the book of the covenant and read it in the hearing of the people. And they said, all that the Lord has spoken, will, uh, we will do, and we will be obedient. So Moses took the blood and sprinkled it on the people and said, Behold, the blood of the covenant, which the Lord has made with uh, you in accordance with all these words. The blood was the symbol of the covenant. After making this covenant between people and God, Moses met God on the Mount Sinai. But before Moses even get back, the people of Israel had broken that covenant. Just like that. Here they promised, yes, we will obey. And then, after, I don't know, few hours, few days, not more than that, they already broke that one, that covenant. And that was the problem between, uh, uh, the problem with every covenant God made with man. Men broke every one of them. Every single one of them. Why? Because we are wicked. We are evil. Because the heart of man is deceitful above all things and beyond cur, like book of Jeremiah puts it in chapter 17, verse 9. Our sinful nature is the reason. We don't follow God's will by our nature. Therefore, Father had to do the covenant with his son so that we can't broke it. God had to do the covenant with his son so that we can't broke it. That is why Jesus said in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 22, verse 20, this cup which is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. 
Jesus' body and blood made salvation possible. Therefore, we confess our faith before whole creation, before God, by sharing the body and the blood of Jesus Christ. Because the body and the blood of Jesus Christ, we are saved and we are in safe. Like the people of Israel were in safe when they were in Egypt at the night of Passover. Jesus is our Redeemer. And we confess that by taking bread and wine. Last thing before we go to communion is that Jesus did not took the fourth cup. He never touched that fourth cup. He didn't touch that cup that represented the coming of the God, uh, kingdom of God. But he said about this cup in Luke chapter 22, verse 17. For I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the wine until the kingdom of God comes. He said this. It is included to promise that I will not drink until the kingdom of God comes. He did not mean uh, wine generally, because Jesus drank some wine when he hanged on the cross just before he died, just before he said, it is finished. But he meant that he doesn't take that cup before the kingdom of God will come. He will drink it when he will come back when he will take all his convocation with him to the kingdom of heaven. He will drink it then. He will drink it when all his followers are with him. Not before. Therefore, we take communion because we confess that Jesus died for our sins. We confess that he has overcome the powers of death, that he is risen from the dead, and he will come back. By taking communion, we confess all of this. That is why Christian should take 
a part in Lord's Supper. We belong to Jesus, and he will uh, come back, and we will end up to eat with him in the kingdom of heaven. So we can start here, because that's what we are going to do. We will end up to eat with Jesus. And that's the real communion. Eat with Jesus. Amen.